Our heroes had entered the burnt-out woods beside the curtain of light that was drawn down from the sky when Ullumbriar defended the southern ice from the flames of the drake. Percy did slightly try to kill Hector, and Hector did order his troops to kill Percy and take the cool sword he's carrying. That's just bants, though, isn't it? There is a lot here. I'm not kidding when I say you're in a lot of danger. Hopefully we can avoid getting surrounded, which Percy looks like it's going to happen to him fairly soon. Oh, there's more dudes. Okay, I've carried this sword around for ages and been really careful about not using it, and I think that, well, that just did go out the window at the point when those archers started firing, so I am going to call upon the powers within that sword. And as I do that, I'm going to let it flow up through my body and then just breathe out a wall of fog. It seems that Percy is shining like a beacon. You can see a fog rising and at the heart of it is a brilliant, irresistible light. I'm not a moth. Tristan goes gliding off. And landing with a skiddy hero. I wonder if I got far enough away that they couldn't see me, scurried up a tree, they wouldn't know I was there. I am going to point the sword towards that stream. And then I'm thinking I can raise the stream as a wall. The stream just rises up in this, like, jagged-topped wall of clear ice. Hector maintains velocity as the horse comes down. He dives from the saddle, rolls, stands to his feet, and cuts across Tristan's body in a single movement. Oh, Christ. I want to kind of look down at where he's just slashed across me and be like, ha! Yeah, I just walk past with my finger in his face. I'm gonna be like, you got lucky, bitch. Flip him the bird and just step backwards into the shadows. Okay, so Tristan vanishes into the shadow. Where do you reappear, Tristan? I kind of want to stay in the shadows for a little bit. As you pass through the shadow, you hear a rustling sound. Hello. You are up a tree. Yep. Uh, you've just uh, successfully helped to take someone down. Yep. And Percy is over there, brightly, brightly lit. Like if this world had Christmas, he'd be lit up like it was Christmas. Is it always winter and never Christmas? I. These are the ice watchers. Ice is kind of their thing. So yes. Oh man. Which is good because that makes a break from being accused <laughs> of ripping off Tolkien. Doesn't it? Uh, I would like some Turkish delight. <laughs> All right, you just have to sell your friends out to Hector. <laughs> that's fair enough. I think that's some kind of social satire. Very good. Thank you. Never works in my set, so I thought you guys might be a better audience. <laughs> <laughs> I should take it out, but it's been there four years. It's yumness, yumness, it's your tumness. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm going to try a similar move because there's a lot of dudes. They're still a magpie and I've still got arrows. 
I don't think there's a better move. Okay, so you're going to keep raining doom down. That's cool. I'm going to have to keep raining some doom. My doom is raining. It's a storm of doom. It's like a rain It's a mighty doom. downpour of doom with bright patches in the east coming round in the afternoon. Like a rain of doom on your wedding day. Okay, so roll your damage. One. Boom. So that's plus ferocity. Three. <laughs> so, Percy, another of your assailants... An arrow appears in their back as they encroach on you, but they it, it obviously isn't as hard of a hit as maybe the last one because they seem to be doing all right and they're just trying to uh, get this magpie to piss off and stop annoying them. Okay. But they're definitely distracted right now. Uh, meanwhile, you're kind of in a ring of spears now who are definitely quite adamant about the idea that they think you should be on the end of a spear. What do you do? I am going to... Hmm. <laughs> so there's, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them that I can see. Yeah, That's... there's, well, maybe nine. You know, there's several of them. Yeah, no, eight, you're right. Um, though one of those is very much engaged with magpie antics right now. Okay. But yeah, they've all kind of closed in on you because you're the target they can see in this uh, gloaming fog. Yeah, let me think of a cool thing to do that won't just leave me fighting one after the other after the other. Well, bear in mind that hack and slash, where it makes sense to hit multiple targets, can hit multiple targets as well, so... Okay, yeah. You can narratively flavour that. Um, one of the things that happens quite often in Six Flying Dragons, which is in the current TV entertainment, is that there'll be, like, you'll have a massive gang of, like, 20 toughs, and then one of the main character swordsmen will just absolutely blaze through all of them. And it's cool AF. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that then. <clears throat> so per <laughs> Percy's going to do his paladin shit. Or his former paladin shit. Um, I think what I will probably do is... I kind of want to invoke the sword again. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what to do what with, but I want to do something with it. Um, Make it snow, bitches! I'm actually just like making yeah. it rain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do get freezing fog, but I think that would just make them a bit cold. It's really yeah. annoying, though. It's the worst. Especially if you can't remember where your fog lights are. <laughs> uh, Very true. Which they may not. I mean, I've done that on the way back from, like, Wakuntalith. So, like, proper middle of nowhere, freezing fog. I can't remember where my fog lights are. Yeah, I think the fog lights only work if you switch the lights off automatic lights which i leave them on the whole time mm. you have to like switch so a back one and pull the switch out and that means that then the next time i drive somewhere at night i forget to switch my lights on because i've got so used to the fact it does it automatically Oops. so i've got three to my left they're, yes. they're, they're, they're one in front of me and these guys are all doing their thing over there yeah. i am going to um, so I'm going to grab this uh, the guy to my right and sort of spin around and throw him in 
to the guy in my left, and as I do that, yeah. I'm going to draw on the power of the sword to collapse that wall so that it lands perfectly mm. at my feet. I hope this doesn't go wrong. So you're going to <laughs> flee him and at the same time invoke the power so that the wall comes down towards you, basically. Yep. Is there a little hole in it, like in that silent movie thing? <laughs> <laughs> and it sort of falls on everybody else and you're just like... <laughs> Buster Keaton. It's the famous Buster Keaton. <laughs> well, I reckon if I if I get it right, then you know I can uh, I can manipulate that wall of ice to be the distance that I want it to be. If I don't get it right, then I guess I'm yeah. So, so this is going to be two things. So first one is going to be a hack and slash to actually do the throwing. Okay. So, I reckon that's okay. Few. Whoa! Is that fourteen? It is. Wow. Whoa. That's a big hit. Yeah, okay. Roll your damage twice. That's not so big, but acceptable. Yeah, you basically slam the first guy into the second. And actually, the guy he lands on has a really tough time of it. He's not so bad off because he landed on his mate, um, who was relatively soft. But you hear something crack in the guy he landed on so uh... it was a hilarious joke <laughs> <laughs> that sounded more like a bone honestly um... <laughs> you sound like a bone <laughs> though maybe he just had a carrot in his pocket who knows just pleased to see you <laughs> and now now let's uh, roll with your cold shift roll with plus ice and let's see what you get and you must be nearly onto the next level of cold shift um, I've got a bit of a way to go yeah actually Okay, an intermediate success. So, effect pick one. You get the effect you're looking for. The outcome is limited to the effect you're looking for. The outcome does not leave you exhausted. The outcome does not leave you physically changed in any way. Okay. Um, you get the effect you're looking for, or the outcome is limited to the effect you're looking for. Yeah. So if I choose the second one, how does that... You're going to be knackered. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be knackered and changed. So the difference is, if you draw in the wall, you pull down the wall, and it just falls down, is the effect you're looking for, and just narrowly misses you. That's limited to the effect you're looking for, is it doesn't then do something further that creates a problem. So if you select that one, what you're saying is, you may not get exactly what you're looking for, but you don't get any other... Anything worse. Okay. Yeah, no. Right, yeah. I see. That makes sense. Um, I think it's probably important that I don't crush myself my own wall, so let's do that and just see what Okay. I'm... Well, hang on. the effects that you were looking for... So, limited to means you, 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 it's a success. You're definitely yeah, it's going still gonna to happen. get Okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll limit it to that. It's pro as I say, it's probably more important that I don't get crushed by my own wall, isn't it? Well, to be honest, it was probably going to explode into shards of high-speed flying ice. That would have been cool. Which would be quite fly. So, give me a d12. Mm. Yeah. So, basically, everyone on your left is crushed under a tumbling wall of ice. It's like, boom. Sweet. Take that. Jumps. And they are gone. So that is that is pretty good. And I am weak. From your point of view, you have you have cleared some problems. Cool. 
But the others, they think it's snow fern. <laughs> yep. I see. Tristan, you are within shadow right now. Do you have any plans to move on, move out, find a way somewhere else? Do you, when you're within shadow, can you glimpse the world outside? Do you have like your matrix vision? Yeah, I feel like everything's kind of like, I just see in, instead of like ones and zeros, I see in like chords and tab. Yeah, so it's almost <laughs> like you hear it can, rather than yeah. see it. Ooh, yeah. I so, kind of hear the world around me, yes, <gasps> Like a bat. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, cannon. it's bat like hearing we've already established. Yeah. So I hear the trees pulsing with life and. Yeah. yeah. Are you here? I can hear and, the combat. And you can hear the water flowing through the xylem and phloem of the trees, and yeah. you can hear. <laughs> you hear them bark. And like all the creatures in the leaf litter and things, but you pass, yeah. you pass through without touching any of those things. So. Are you planning to emerge somewhere on one side or the other, or are you just hanging right now in this realm? So have I just seen the wall come down out? You've heard the wall shatter, and you can hear the changing tension of bowstrings. Okay. I guess I can kind of sort of, because it's obviously here, see. Um, are there any shadows behind the people that Percy's fighting and... Like around him? Um, and in fact, from the people around him, because he's glowing brightly with light. Ooh, so I guess, um, yeah, I guess basically the so Percy's got a guy in front of him, and then a guy over to the right. Yeah. Um, so I guess I literally just step out of the shadows, appear behind the guy, and just draw my blade across his neck. Okay, roll your damage. Mm, not terrible. Element of surprise will come into it at some point. Backstab. Yeah. So you emerge from the darkness. It emerged from the shadow just from nothing and you cut him down. Nice. Just slash his throat and he's like, Ugh! and he just tumbles. And so now there are only a few people facing off against Percy. I mean, I was kind of curious to look around for the rustling, but I guess that's a mystery for another day. It's just a squirrel or cowboys. They rustle. Probably something that might show up at some point. Nice. It can only be friendly and... You have these things that we call grim portents in Dungeon World. Yeah, I was wondering um, whether or not that was something <laughs> I, I wait for. At, at some point, you'll learn more. Enigma, from your treetop hideout, you can hear the movement of heavy feet through the forest on your right. You can't really see much because of the mist. And it feels like the mist has got so dense now, it's almost getting dark. It feels twilight in this wood. But you can hear heavy feet moving to your right. Where is my magpie? Your magpie was hassling a dude with a spear over by Percy. But you can ask them to go and seek around. I think it's time to start... Because um, if I can hear them coming from the right... Didn't I see yeah. them approaching before the fog came down anyway? You did. You saw some, like, heavier-looking troops. Okay, so one of the closest ones to me there, uh, I'd like to do the old eyeball trick to him. The old eyeball trick? Magpie ball. Yeah, magpie ball, the classic ruse. Yes. Sorrow rushes through the air, and you're taking your shot, so... 
on an intermediate success, what do you need to do? Do you have to move to get somewhere a little more risky to take the shot? Do you use an ammo? Uh, maybe I hop across to the next tree because there's a tree quite close. Okay, a tree like over this way. Oh, I meant the one right next to it, but... It... The one right next to you, yeah, sure. How far are these trees apart? Because I was just going to be like, that seems like a long way to jump. Yeah, it is a long way to jump. But at the same time, this is kind of a little bit of an abstraction. So there so could easily could be it. a tree in that direction that you could jump to. We could okay. say there are long branches here. Sure. And also, I'm probably doing some cool like gymnastic stuff. Yeah, so what I was going to say is, why don't you give me a defy danger on decks? Danger defied. Okay, so Enigma basically springs from branch to branch like a freaking gibbon. Freaking gibbon. <laughs> and lands lightly in the treetop of the next tree over, ready to take her shot. Okay. So, uh, roll your damage. Ping. Nice. nice. Plus magpie. Plus two ferocity. Nine. So that's nine damage. That's quite good. And I think your arrow, like, strikes somewhere. You can't really make out, but they look like they've uh, taken a heck of a bump. They look quite unhappy. There's an arrow sticking out of them, and they're slowed down. In fact, they fall to one knee, and Sorrow's, like, flapping around their head. Percy, Tristan's with you. There's only a couple of the spearmen left, but from behind you, the other side of where the curtain is, you can now hear the creak of bowstrings as the archers have moved around where the wall was to come from the other side. What are you doing? That's quite cool. Okay, so I will turn and I will rush towards that barrier uh, and I'm going to look to run through an archer if I can spot him. Yep. Um, and this time i kind of aware that Hector went back that way and so I've want to make a display of using the sword to make him think about whether it's uh, whether he should turn around. Um, I, I'm i currently glowing, so I know yeah. that the sword can do that, or that Ollen Briar can do that. So I am going to um, run through that archer, and I'm going to use the power of the sword to make that archer glow in a similar manner to me, so that everyone can see what's going on, and then um, I will turn him to ice and shatter him to a thousand pieces. Precisely a thousand. Wow, creating quite an impression. Yes. Yeah, I kind of want the um, the foot soldiers to be thinking twice about what they're doing and Hector thinking about whether or not he should be coming back. Right, yeah. Okay, so give me give me that ice roll. Which almost guarantees that I'm going to screw up this roll. Uh, uh, uh. You've been pretty good so far. Well, well, not today. <laughs> well. Experience. You roll out this power and you just lash out at this archer. But you feel the power drift over them. And then from behind them, you see the cold mind Cabalist rise into the air and this ice power wrapping round them like a globe of shifting fog. And they start to glow themselves. And as they do that, from your right, you hear arrows loosed as the other archers open fire. 
So roll a d6. Two. Okay, so take nine damage. With armour or without it? None of that goes through your armour. Again, okay. it's mundane archers. And you're now toe-to-toe with this mage that appears to be uh, hyped up. Do we still have healing between us? You, Tristan has his arcane art, and I believe Percy can do magic still. Okay, I thought we might have made a misstep at some point. I can heal other people. I can't heal me. Oh, yes. Percy has lay on hands. <laughs> yeah. Put your hands on. Put your hands on. That really suits your headband. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. you. <laughs> so, Tristan. Yeah. You appeared behind a chump. Caught him unawares. Yeah. And immediately, Percy ran in the opposite direction and empowered the ice mage that you were facing off against before. Now you have two spearmen closing with you. Now, it's still thick fog, isn't it? It is still Mm -hmm. thick fog, yes. So I'm going to backflip into the fog. Yep. And kill it. I'm going to be like, no, you see me. And as I leap back, I'm like, no, you don't. Um, but unfortunately, because I'm now going to start healing, they possibly hear me. But I'm going to be, I'm going to be kind of, I'm going to be jumping and sort of getting a bit to um, Capoeira, bitch. But I'm actually kind of be like, am I over here? Am I over there? Am I healing myself or am I going to die? You'll never know because it's basically show tunes now. But I'm dancing like side to side. I'm rolling and I'm tumbling and flipping backwards. To try and distract them so like they can't work out where I am. And yeah. I'm now going to heal myself. Okay, give that arcane art. Oh, my word. 15. Wow. You ain't never going to beat me. Because I think it's... Don't forget, we need to do the AoE heal. But I can't remember how we did it. So you heal 1d8. No, no, I heal 4d8. No, because you've, one there. You've, you've kept... Like no, I'm not losing my. Move. Yeah, if you want to lose the other advanced moves, like you keep three moves when you go, you don't keep all the add-on moves that add on to your basic move. Well, I buffed it twice, so I can't lose it. At least give me two d8. I won't take the four. I'll just take two. How's that? Uh, how about one d8? How about what it says on the move? What would I have to lose in order to keep that then? Because that was really good, and I was kind of our only healer. <laughs> you were, and you are now also. No, um, as, wait, so you lose the benefits that you've got. That was just like a... a I just topped it up. That's it was, not an ability. It was an advanced move, and you've given up the advanced moves is what so, I've gone. So you kept three moves when we moved on. So what did I keep? You kept my body as a weapon, you kept a <clears> convincing <throat> performance, and you kept arcane art. Doesn't the convincing performance, the taunt that makes them attack me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to keep that over... As I understood, I thought we were keeping the magic, so I would rather keep extra healing rather than taunting the big bad onto me when I'm not the tank. (laughs) Like grabbing Mm. aggro. I think that's I kept my bonuses to to healing as well. Do I need to cross those Um, off? if, If you lost the moves... If you haven't kept the moves that gave you them, then yes. Well, I, I kept the moves. Uh, if you've kept the moves, it's them. fine. Yeah. But so did it's, Tristan. It's because Stu... Well, Stu, no, Stu had, like, arcane art, then he had, like, better arcane art, then he had even better arcane art, and that was three moves. Mm-hmm. 
So Arcane Art is one of the base moves for the Bard. Better Arcane Art is one of the more advanced moves, and Extremely Good Arcane Art was another advanced move. So you have Healing Song, and you had Healing Chorus, which gave you a huge amount of healing. So those, those were the two moves that weren't taken forward. So you could certainly keep Healing Song instead of one of the others, and then that'd be on 2d8. Yeah, I didn't realise that the um, that other one was the the taunt. Yeah, I thought it was the other thing. So I, I would, if if it would have, if I'd known that, I would have kept the healing because I'm the healer. Yeah. So that that's uh, cool. Okay. Oh, for crying out loud! Three and a fucking two couldn't have been much worse. <laughs> it could have if you'd only had one d8. Yeah, I still would have probably rolled more. Let's just find out if I would have rolled with one d8. No. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, so Tristan, take right. take five healing. Hooray! I'm back up on not even full. So you are you are now in the fog. Yeah. It's not clear what's around you. I'll listen. Don't worry, I'll be fine. What you can hear is you can hear the uh, feet of the of one of the spearmen trying to follow you. It sounds like one of the others is going away. And then on your right, you can hear heavier footfalls. I've kind of, as my song stopped, I've done one final dash like to the left and just stopped and hunkered down and stopped moving or making noise. And now okay. I'm listening. Are you at the base of a tree? Um, let me have a look on the map. You're at the base of my tree. Yeah, because Enigma's up a tree near where you are anyway. You could kind of hunker down at the foot of Enigma's tree. Yeah, I might as well be. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. There's no reason not to be. Cool. So, Percy, there is just the other side of the curtain wall is this Kabbalist, mm-hmm. this uh, this powerful mage. And they've, with their pale, like, really pale to be actually white skin, like uh, almost paper white but with a slight inner bluish glow, and this ice crystal in their forehead and they have risen up from the ground and they're surrounded by this sphere of shifting fog and light so it's almost hard to look at them and they start drifting towards you and as they do that they start throwing icicles like needles of ice towards you and you are also there are also archers on your right flank who have just landed a shot and you can hear some feet running towards you from behind what do you do um the bits of ice magic that he's flinging at me i'm going to parry and use the power of the sword to make them stick to the blade of the sword and be absorbed within it as it's all the same type of magic give me a defy danger on decks I mean, that's not ideal, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like the equivalent of knocking arrows out of the air. And on a 10, you do it completely <laughs> successfully. So they come winging in and Percy's just like knocking <laughs> them out of the air. Yeah, I'm, it's more that I'm using the, the... Because I'm figuring it's the same type of magic of some yeah. sort, then I'm using the sword to almost to attract them. Um, so that it's absorbed yeah. within the sword and maybe... It, alters the sword even slightly so it grows uh, a, a little um, and 
once I've got a few of them stored, then I'm going to sort of fling them like a fan at all of those archers. Okay, cool. Yes, I like it. And it'll redirect them onto them. Yeah, cool. Give me a volley roll. Is that is it volley or sword power? You see, I was between these. I feel like you're quite in tune with the sword power right now. Mm. So you could you could do it with the sword power. Let's let's Stick do it that, that. way. Oh, that I think I was physically changed card. last time as well, wouldn't I? Um, yeah, you were. So um, I think I'm going to uh, get rock hard abs because <laughs> I now appreciate that it doesn't say I have to be physically changed for the worst. So I'm going to be ripped by the end of this fight. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Percy has massive guns. <laughs> <laughs> hard apps. That's an intermediate success. Okay. Pick one. Pick one. That is, you get the effect you're looking for. Yeah, you've got limited the effect. I'm already exhausted. No, you're not exhausted. The outcome of the other. Oh, so I was exhausted from the last time, but I wasn't debilitated yet. Yeah, you weren't debilitated. Uh, okay, fine. And also, sometimes these moves, I won't necessarily pick up on one of them. Like, okay. what what those what those options are is a guarantee that I won't use one of those different things. Okay, fine. But it's not that I definitely will yeah, as yeah. well. Sometimes it's just like... Not that you've physically changed anyway. Okay, um, so I think I'm going to get the effect that I was looking for. Okay, cool. So, roll your damage. Is it just my straight damage? The sword damage. The sword damage. I think it's plus one for the... Because it's a long sword, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Four. (laughs) (laughs) They can't all be good. So you absolutely pepper these archers. They're very seasoned. (laughs) These are seasoned troops. And they kind of fall back in momentary disarray. They're like... A couple of them have obviously been hit in the face. They're distracted. They're not going to be a problem for a minute. Okay, cool. And as that happens, the Kabbalist's voice you hear directly in your ear saying, your power is just a part of our power. The weapon you bear belongs to us. Give me the weapon. What do you do? Come take it. Okay, give me a defy danger on charisma. Minus ice. Yeah, see how you do now, weak boy. Oh, I'm good. Come on. You better roll badly. I'm going to roll badly on minus one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because that'll go well for all of us. The danger is here that in tune with the sword you are, the more vulnerable to the sword's power you become. Mm, Okay. Yes. An eight, an intermediate success. Probably as good as I was going to get. That's not terrible. The weird thing is, Percy, you want to. Mm-hmm. Like, you find it persuasive for a moment. And then one of the spearmen actually stabs at you with their spear and it breaks the moment. And you find yourself feeling like it does. You, you come back to yourself. Okay. You like get away. So roll a d6. I'll be honest. I'm surprised that spearman didn't stab Tristan right then. <laughs> four. Okay, so you take four damage minus your armor. So okay. that probably doesn't even scratch you. No, it doesn't. Enigma, you're up a tree, and Tristan has just hunkered down at the base of it. Tristan, Tristan, up here. So I'm going to try and huh? grab him and pull him up into the tree, and 
you know, I'm, I'm whispering the plan, which is the whole thing about my magpie is going to try and attack someone. And if um, he can echo where I'm shooting with his throwing knives that I think he's got, okay, I can do that. then you should be able to hit the same target. I mean, my only my only addition to that is that I feel like it was like a, a kind of an oak tree rather than like a small shrub. So if you've reached down and pulled me up, you're not very high off the ground, but okay, that's fair. I'll assist with a bit of a silent leap. I mean, I've got very long arms and also... You do canonically. <laughs> just like a given. Yeah. I'm probably holding on with my toes, so I'm like hanging on with my toes, reaching down and pulling you up. But okay. also these are burnt trees, so they're not as tall as they were. That's true, that's you true. Know, Otherwise, you'd be in the brittle bits. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. Okay. I will, uh, with her assistance, uh, <laughs> yeah, or with so... my assistance, whichever, basically... I'm attacking first. Yeah. No, I meant more that I, I get up the tree. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... You didn't have a choice. I pulled you up. Tristan and Enigma in a tree. <gasps> Shooting! S-H-O-O-T-I-N-G. <laughs> <laughs> no. B-A-R-D-S-K-I-S-S-I-N-G. No! As these, Enigma, take uh, one d8 damage. As these heavy, <laughs> heavy troops uh -oh. that Percy still doesn't know about continue to approach, so they're getting reasonably close as well. So Enigma, are you leading this? Are you taking the first, uh, yeah. taking the first shot? Yeah. Tristan, are you going to? Do you want to roll independently or do you want to do this as like aid and then you both roll your damage if it's a success? I mean, I think it makes more sense well, to... Well, I've just rolled my decks. <laughs> yeah, so Tristan couldn't push that over the no. limit. No. Okay, cool. So Enigma, has, uh, Enigma fires. So what do you take? Do you take less damage? Do you use ammo? I'm going to use ammo. Okay, so take your ammo down by one and give me a damage roll. This will be plus ferocity. Yeah. Nice. Eight. So is this targeting one of the ones that's approaching? Yes. Okay, good. I know... Oh, no, I do have a ragged bow. There you go. I couldn't find a bow for a moment there. I'm like, oh, I don't think I had a bow to shoot with. No, I, you definitely have a bow because you're the ranger. Right. And you start with three ammo, don't you? So I'm down to two ammo. Yes, okay. you do. So you're down to two ammo. Okay, cool. Tristan, are you... So are you using throwing knives? <laughs> yeah, so as, I, as you hear this, like... Almost a second you hear the my hand whips out in the direction of that. And boom. Nice. Okay, give give me your volley roll. Boom. Oh, he's even like I split the arrow in two that she fired. Boom. <laughs> Pushing her arrowhead even deeper, so it's like a the knives going split into two. Oh, nice. Because in some kind of like that thing they do with quantum stuff. The slit experiment. Right, yeah. yeah. It's like that quantum if quantum knife nice. yes and also yeah. kind of like an old top-down video game where you shoot and it like goes in all the directions at once yes okay roll your damage Tristan yeah oh it, it's good yeah you you hear a thump of a body hitting the floor nice I'll give Enigma a silent high five where we don't quite <laughs> touch hands <laughs> social distancing <laughs> high five yeah okay that's the only reason the bard's kiss hasn't killed her <laughs> It requires skin on skin. <laughs> what do you mean, ooh? How else is the bard's kiss meant to work? It's the description of skin on skin. I imagine you to be clammy. Skin. Skin yes. next to her skin. Yeah. It's like, Sorry, a, it's like a Rizzler packet in there. <laughs> Percy, mm -hmm. you have 
You have spearmen to the left of you, archers to the right, and here you are, face to face with a uh, cabalist. Hmm. You can now hear feet approaching from behind. Yeah. A kind of heavy tread. I'm gonna s just kind of hope that Tristan and Enigma are being little ninjas in the fog. Um, because Good. this cabalist has got my attention. Cool. So, um, I'm gonna step forward to the barrier um, and I will quickly sort of give it a little tap with my toe to see whether my foot goes through. Your foot does go through it. Ah, cool. In that case, I'm gonna reach through the barrier and grab the cabalist. They're like floating in this sphere of I'll ice. Grab his foot then. And as soon <laughs> as your hand gets close, the ice becomes searing cold. And even though you are attuned to this magic, it is going to harm you to grab them. Okay, then it can harm me. Okay, I'll cool. grab him and I'll take the hurt. Yep. Um, and yep, sure. Roll a d10. As I do that, I assume this is going through armor as well, is it? Yeah, this goes yeah, through okay. No, that's not ideal. <laughs> Ooh. So the ice blazes up your arm. Yeah. You can feel your you can feel your armor like freezing to your skin. And it feels really bad. It's like it's like licking a frozen rail anywhere. Okay. With your arm tongs. <laughs> and as I do that, I might have to check if I can lay on hands on myself actually. I don't think I can, but They'll stick. Can. When you touch someone skin to skin and pray for their well-being. <gasps> skin to skin! skin. I'll, I'll find Tristan in a minute, because I have nine hit points. I don't think I have. Uh, yeah, so I will drag him this side of the, the barrier, um, and I'll say to him, um, <laughs> if my power is your power, that makes your power my power and I will stab the sword into the barrier and reattune it to myself. Nice. Okay, so that's going thats going to be a sword roll. Yeah, it's probably... I've had some good sword rolls, so I'm not... <laughs> you have some, some very good sword rolls. That's another that's eight. That's terrible. That's a ten with the uh, shift. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to reattune that to myself. Um, and... I am going to exclude all these chumps from being able to pass through it. Okay, cool. So it's just like you and this cabalist in a blood in a bubble. Um, no, so this section of the just, of the barrier. Oh, this section. Of yeah, the at the moment it's preventing people that aren't. But I assume it's preventing something from staying out of it. Yeah, or sure. That something is now going to include all these idiots. Okay, cool. So you're uh, you've retuned it. So if anything, you've. You've trapped us with them. Well, you, yeah, very in, much. in the entire like northern hemisphere, if, if you want to call that <laughs> trapped. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I, and also most of the southern hemisphere. It's really <laughs> just the polar region that <laughs> that's that's cut off, and it's only going to be like a few hundred yards of this. So, as that's retuned, and the cabalist spins round and like tries to drive through the barrier and just can't it's almost for a moment it reminds you of a fly beating against a window like they're baffled that their will has been denied in this place is he still floating as well so he's probably like <laughs> yeah and and they kind of can't believe it for a while and then they turn round 
and reach out their hands and all the shattered remains of the ice wall on the ground rise up in this sheet of ice. They glide forward into the fog. And the fog, you're no longer producing the fog, I don't think, no, are you? No, no. So that's kind of, and that's lying on the other side of the wall. Mm-hmm. So they vanish into the fog, but they're surrounded by this cloud of crystals. And then from a little distance off, you hear a kind of explosion. And a moment later, shards of ice come shattering against the boundary at immense speed. rustling <laughs> litter and things but you pass yeah. you pass through without touching any of those things hey yeah. I'm a worm <laughs> can you hear me <laughs> you should totally oh trust my me God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, gonna sing my wormy song <laughs> caught him unawares he soiled his underwear yeah <laughs> Okay, so you take four damage minus your armor. So okay, that probably doesn't even scratch you. No, it doesn't. Scratch. You know that reminds me of LARP when we used to be just LARPing, and then one of the rest would be like, "You hear a whisper saying attack your friends," and everyone fucking just turned on their friends as if all it took was a whisper saying, "Hey, hey, friends, you should hit your other friends." Okay, I'm gonna dum dum dum. Out of like, character though, I'm like, we did kind of want. Why does no one in the LT, all these powerful people, had no willpower just to go, right, and it'd be like, am I compelled to do it? No, it's just telling you to do it. Okay, mm. I'll do it. And like, <laughs> it, why it, are you people in charge? It's because most of them had grown up on comics and were secretly oh. like, and were secretly like, oh, it'd be cool if Batman fought Superman. And they all thought they were Batman. Um, <laughs> when in fact, they were all Robin. <laughs> they were barely Robin. Yeah, they were, they were like Robin's parents. Um, they're like Batman's parents. Um, oh no, a little fly fell in my coffee. <gasps> it's like, a throwback to episode is it one. Doing the backstroke. <laughs> no, it's dead, and there's now loads of weird stuff in my coffee. Fly poo. Like, oh, fly no. juice. Sorry, little buddy. I didn't even know you. Did. Oh. Well, <laughs> season four has started season, the way season, season four, one episode, began. Episode three of Flying Life's Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, 